We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Man, oh man, in the beginning it felt like we were going to hit the music early tonight. But of course with the Knicks, Al, nothing can come easy. Because after taking an 18-point lead into the third quarter, the Knicks would find themselves in a dogfight. Because these Raptors came to life, locked up the Knicks in a zone. Malachi Flynn starts popping off. Gary Trent starts popping off, and ultimately, Al, we would find ourselves down in the fourth quarter, actually trailing. So who will we go to to get us some buckets? We had Alec Burks coming in the fourth quarter. He was stumbling and bumbling to the finish. No point guard. We need a point guard. We know that. Julius did his best to lose it for us, but in the end... He made the right pass. And where did he go to? Of course, he goes to number nine to save us once again against his hometown team. R.J. Barrett would once again deliver for these Knicks, put some respect on his name. Three for six from downtown, seven to 12 from the field, 19 points and five dimes. R.J. saved us from ourselves and got us a W, man. Knicks win 102 to 96. Even it up at 500. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. CP, Alex Retaros, the Tratacast in here. This is Nick's Post Game Live, presented by Manscaped. Number one show for the fans by the fans. CK's off tonight. Ashley is uh, on her way back from SNY. Al, I, I thought for the first time in NBA history you would have an actual draw, an actual tie game, because <laughs> it just did not seem like either team wanted to win this game, bro. It did not seem like either team wanted to win this game, man. Give me some thoughts, man. 
Oh, my God, man. You thought this was going to be an easy one? <laughs> Knicks never make it easy, man. Never my easy, God. Bro. Never we easy, had an eight, We had an 18-point lead, and then we lose it, and you let the Raptors go up by, like, somewhere between uh, five to seven points. Yeah. It's, like, in the third going into the fourth. Like, what's what's going on? What's going on here, man? Like, nothing. As you always say, it's cardiac Knicks, cardiac but thankfully Knicks, we were able to bro. pull it out. Randall came to life. RJ, you know, honestly, I think after RJ heard what Anthony Edwards had to say about him yeah. not want, take, taking the last enough shot, he's enough. just been playing on a whole yeah. other level, being clutch, being a closer, everything you want out of this kid. He is the right corner three god. Mm-hmm. Just everything. Every time he hits that shot, beautiful, man. Beautiful yeah. shot, beautiful form. But ultimately, Knicks win it. It was a nail biter. It feels. Like, I don't know why we can't just have like a simple game and just coming back. On a Sunday, oh, man, man. We, we I just was, had I was a good just one. trying to we relax, just had a good bro. One. I was just trying to relax on this Sunday. You know what I mean? I had the the inhaler locked in the drawer. I didn't take out the <laughs> the, the pacemaker was locked away. I thought I was just going to coast on this Sunday. It was a beautiful day outside. Man, oh man, can't make it easy. You had the Raptors who played in Cleveland last night, flew into town. Gary Trent had a monster game last night, forty four points. So I was concerned about him. And he would turn it up in that third quarter. I don't know what happened to Siakam. He fell all the way off a cliff, but that's another story. That's their problem. In the third, you know, Knicks had it coasting, bro. Knicks, Knicks were coasting. The ball movement was crispy in the in the, in mm-hmm. the first half. You had RJ and Julius sporting new hairdos. It was, it was New Year, New Me type of style. You know, they were styling out on him out there. The ball movement was crispy. Noel was in his bag from beginning to end. Let's give him credit there. Noel was definitely Absolutely. patrolling the paint and holding it down for us. And the defense was clicking. We had an 18-point lead going into the third quarter, bro. But the Raptors turned on the switch, our Achilles heel, our kryptonite, and that is the zone. And they mixed it up. They went 2-3. They went 1-3-1. They went 1-2-2 sometimes or maybe a box one. I don't don't remember remember which one that was. But they Mm -hmm. gave us different looks and and stymied our ball movement. Everything just completely stopped. We stopped moving the ball. We missed a ton of open shots, too, bro. Let's be real. We left a ton of open shots out there. For some reason, we just can't knock down shots against this team. Wide open looks we we missed. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, ahead, bro. No, no, it was just, you know, that third quarter, as you talk about, once they went zone, and you saw saw Derrick Rose just chucking up shots and just trying to get his own thing, not really swinging the ball anymore. Same thing with Julius when he came back out on the floor. And then on top of that, in the fourth quarter, like, we took too long to get to get the ball to R.J. Barrett. There's a lot of, like, it gets to a lot of ISO play once it gets to the third quarter with this team. I don't know if it's just gassed or yeah. once you just start seeing the zone, they just don't know what to do and how to attack it. Just they, they are they are reluctant to take that foul on, like, that 15-foot jumper, which will help break it. And it just leads to the same issues we have every single game, which is why we just cut, have to – why we always get into these deficits, man? Always we have these close games where we don't need to have these close games. Always, it's, it's always. So frustrating. And I mean, is is there anyone whose shots at the rim is more snake bitten than Derrick Rose, bro? I'm talking about almost all his looks, <laughs> either rim in and out. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. go down, drop back out, but but D Rose just has a problem finishing. Uh, he didn't really have a good go tonight. Burks, you know, we tried to close with Burks at the point. Right to to the Peyton detractors, you, your coach is is trying to get you there. He's trying to get us to the finish line with some more shooting and floor spacing. He had Burks out there, not a natural point guard, but he can still you know get it done. You know he threw it threw it away a couple times, a couple bad decisions that he made. Uh, he had one good look where he found Julius on the baseline cut, which was great, and that uh, you know gave us some space. RJ did find Burks for a three pointer with three minutes left to put us up five. 
and then uh, and then you know Julius found RJ there for for the three to to basically seal it. But man, that this was an absolute disaster, bro. <laughs> absolute disaster. I didn't think any team really, either team really, was looking to win this game, man. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. Nah, it looked like that. Absolutely. I just, I don't get it. I, I thought it was all over once Alec Burks turned it over and Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Thankfully, Pascal double dribbled. Yes. Two double dribbles in one game. Two one double by, dribbles in one game, bro. One by Reggie going down. I'm like, what are yeah. you? It was a three on one. What are you doing? Just you could just swing it around, and then Siakam just bailed us out. So, thank God for that. Thank so. God, bro. I don't know what happened to Siakam, bro. He he went from being like rising star to to kind of average, man. I'm not sure what's going on with him this year. You know what I mean? I'm not sure what's yeah. going on with him. Go ahead, bro. No, I think I think what's going on with him is that you had him. He was in the COVID protocol. Uh, Rebecca was talking about last uh, earlier tonight where he lost weight and he, he's playing quicker, but he wants to put on more muscle because he likes to be, he likes to use his body when he gets into the paint and just to be a little bit more physical and he can't. And I think he's just trying to recover. And, you know, you hear about the whole Nick nurse situation where they got into a whole argument earlier this year. So I think there's just some old animosity and like everyone's trying to figure themselves out as yeah. the season's going on. They're also living in Tampa and still trying to figure that out as well. It's not; it can't be easy for them when you're used to playing in Toronto. And yeah. Now you're down in Tampa. You, some of them have their families down there with them. Some of them don't, and it's just a whole different routine. So yeah. I think all of that with this season going on, I think that's why. But hey, I'll take that double yeah. dribble though. That's all yeah, that matters. I'll take it. I'll take it because <laughs> up up two with 11 seconds left, Alec Burks turns the ball over. And it gets into Siakam's hands, who pushes it up the court and double dribbles. Julius gets the uh, the inbound on the next possession, gets fouled, and makes both of his free throws. So, <laughs> it's a completely lucky win, man. Luck, lucky to get out of there, man, because this was an important game, bro. This was a very important game. This is a team that, yes, the Raptors are, are out of the 10th spot, but they're still fighting. And, and you can't count them out because I still feel like even, they were shorthanded tonight. There was no Van Fleet, no OG. No uh, uh, Barnes, which is which is even more reason why the Knicks should have put these guys away early, especially mm-hmm. the fact that they got the Lakers coming in tomorrow on a back-to-back. But, you know, they're, they're fighting with the Raptors for that spot, and you have all these other teams in the East. I mean, again, 4 through 10 is, is a dogfight. You cannot leave these opportunities out there when you have a team on the second night of a back-to-back, shorthanded, having a lousy season, trying to come in here and, and, uh, and, and take a win from you. You just can't have that if you're going to make the playoffs. You can't have it, bro. You can't have it at all. Look, we've been two games in a row we've been lucky, right? Even when against Memphis, they weren't hitting their free throws down the stretch, giving us the capability to come back in that game. I don't know what's going on with this team. We're getting the wins, which is good because it's going to help us with this playoff push that we're going through right now, obviously. But we can't be playing like this. We no. can't have the third quarter doom. I thought we were past that. Clearly, we're not. And it's just rough. It's just it will be a rough sweat like sledding until the end of the season if every single game is going to come down to the wire with losing. Uh, just blowing leads in the third quarter and then having to dig your way out in the fourth quarter. That's not like. This is where good teams can just maintain leads and just coast, especially yeah. when you don't. Especially when your opponent doesn't have OG Ananobi, they don't have Fred VanVleet, as you right. pointed out. You're, they're down. They're down guys. They're down two of their t- their starters. Big time. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense how you allow these guys to to stay in it. So yeah. But end of the day, a win's a win. Move on to the next one. Hopefully, they can clean some stuff up. Got the Lakers tomorrow, as you pointed out. You saw what they did to the Nets. 
Yeah. I don't know which team's going to show up t- uh, tomorrow. Whether uh, Horton uh, is, is going to be on his game, how is Drummond going to play? It, it's going to be an Matt issue. play well. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know that that Laker team—they've been trying to search for a consistent offense, but their defense hasn't carried them since LeBron went down. So we we definitely uh, are going to be in for another tough fight, man. They they play tough regardless of who's on the court. You know, Caruso balls out. They still got uh, KCP. They you know West Matthews and things like that. So we'll, we'll definitely touch on that later on. Um, but you know, to this game, uh, Trent was a guy I was looking for. He he ended up starting to starting to turn up in that third quarter, finished with twenty three points. So that had me a bit nervous. And then I was looking, I saw the Flynn matchup on Rose. I was like, ah, I don't really like this. You know, Rose breaks down later on in the games, and defensively, he's a he's a bit of a, a wild card, and he can be had. And, and Malachi Flynn had a couple nice moves on him, and and uh, gave the Raptors that momentum. You know, Flynn and, and Trent really gave the Raptors the, mom- the momentum late in the third. And, and like you said, we were down by seven points, bro. And uh, luckily, they took away one, that one of the, th- mm-hmm. the Flynn three-pointers because they said that he stepped out of bounds. I didn't even know that, that they could review that after that was done. I didn't even know that that was a reviewable play. I didn't know that either. And then when I even saw it, you know, they had to really freeze frame it and, like, zoom in to see that his heel was on the line. Yeah. Because the, the first go-through, I was like, yeah, this is another questionable call by the refs, but it looks like he's in, but thanks. But then you look back at it, he did touch the line. But, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take anything yeah. to get this to get this going. And I think the biggest thing, though, for, like, the Knicks to get through this is, you know, Nerlens Noel's defense, getting those block shots, just make, making everything diff- difficult. You know, got to give a little shout-out to Alfred Payton with five for seven for t- today. Yeah. You know, you mentioned it where you – Tibbs, he might be listening to the fans and hearing that we want Alec Burks, another person, another player playing point. But Payne came out was pretty efficient tonight. The way he was attacking the rim, helping, getting the ball moving. He had that nice find for RJ, uh, in, like, just below the foul line for that easy land. So he, we got some good seventeen. We got a good seventeen minutes out of Burks tonight. And then Randall, Randall had his uh, uh, seventeen minutes out of Payton. Out of Payton, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. Mm-hmm. 17, no, okay, 17 okay. minutes out of pain. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Randall tonight, something's been up with Randall, man. I don't, it's since that injury, he hasn't been playing like himself. Mm-hmm. Like, he's one, he was one for eight from three. And ever since that injury, he's been, he's in the low 30th, 30 uh, percentage when it comes to three, three point. Uh, yeah. I think just before today, he was like 32 and a half percent. It's got to drop now from going one for eight for three. Mm-hmm. You see that there's something going on, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's still playing hurt, but you can see that he's not playing with the same vigor that he has at the beginning of the season and just right after the all-star break yeah. too. But we got enough out of him to help as well. Yeah, I agree. I think I, I like his energy to start the game. Uh, you know, he came in with the Travis Scott braids. You know, he's feeling it. He, he, he knows the fans <laughs> know that, you know, when, when he gets the braids and he's trying to turn it up a little bit. I like his energy. Decision making was just wasn't good, especially late in the game. You know, they, they called him in uh, in some double teams and, and uh, forced a couple turnovers on him. So his decision making wasn't that great. And then, uh, you know, he did find RJ late. You know, luckily he found RJ late in the game to uh, to really seal it. But overall, he, he's just got to make quicker decisions, especially when the pressure comes and the double teams come and so on and so forth. He, he's just got to get the ball out of his hands a lot faster. Absolutely. And I think tonight, something that, you know, for us, the second unit usually plays a lot better than they did. They did. Like yeah. Derek Rose, four for 10, you pointed out earlier. Burks, like he, he had Burks quite shots going well, Overall, he wasn't great tonight. 
Yeah, but overall he wasn't great going two for nine from the field. Quickly, we only got one for eight, one for six from the three. Yeah. And then we had a knock sighting. Meh, didn't do much. Toppin, yeah. I thought he was about to slam that one Yo, down. I was about to get hyped. If Ovi caught that one-handed alley on the dude that Anthony Edwards outlined in chalk, I don't know if that kid could have made it back to the league, man. He's catching two bodies in one year like that. That would have been rough. And Obi-Wan would have been worse than Edwards, I think. You know what I mean? But uh, he, as you said, Tibbs did go Kev when that zone was killing us because we, we needed some sort of shooting out there. Now, Kev, uh, I didn't I don't think he got a shot attempt off, but he did get to the free throw line and, and went one for two. So mm-hmm. at least you give Tibbs a little bit of credit for not, you know, forcing OB in there when we needed more shooting and got Kevin there. I just you, – you wish you wish all these – you wish – at least I wish that Kev could get more consistent minutes, uh, especially when we need the shooting out of the zone uh, for earlier than, than later. Yeah, and I think part of it is also that Tibbs is trying to still – I know we're more than halfway through the season. I think he's still trying to, like, kind of gauge what to do with this roster. Yeah. I mean, there was no true, like, off-season training camp. You know, everything was condensed. There's not a lot of practices, as Randall pointed out in that uh, J.J. Reddick podcast. So just trying to get everyone in and trying to get everyone in the right situation with limited training and li- limited practice time, I think it's a rough situation just to put that all in perspective. But I would like to see Knox – to get a little bit more time because he does have a good three ball. And when we have a zone, why not just go to someone who can shoot instead yeah. of Obi Toppin just moonballing a lot of these shots, someone that can actually connect. I agree. Uh, Knox should be getting a little bit more time. We should just see, like, especially when it comes to transition too, because he can run, he can do all those things. Agreed. I get it that I get it that Toppin is the this new regime's pick, and they want to make him a priority in development. But in games like this, it was good to see – Tibbs switch it up a little bit. It's Great. nice. Hopefully we get more of that moving forward. Hopefully. Let's salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP the Franchise, Alex Rotaro, Stratocast in the building. This is Nick's Post Game Live. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Presented by Manscaped. Let's get those likes up. We got 1,300 in the chat, Al. So let's definitely get those likes up. Uh, before we get to the phones, uh, let's salute some of the super chats that have come in so far. And my YouTube YouTube dashboard is killing me because it's some, for some reason it erases them. But let me scroll up in the chat. He says, uh, Paul Robinson says, who got less moves, Giannis or Siakam? Yeah, Siakam just he just has not been looking right. Uh, Emil Beaumont-Sor sends us an Australian super chat. He says, just imagine when RJ is the main feature of the offense. He is a bad man. What a win. And I've been counting this so far, Al. I think in his last seven games, he's now... 21 of 30 from downtown, if I'm not mistaken. 21, we'll, we'll go back and count individually, but 21 of 30 from downtown, bro. Remember in this Raptors game, he had a, that was probably his worst game of the of the year. New Year's, mm-hmm. New Year's Eve, I believe it was. And uh, it was like a funeral, man, when we did this game. The people were trade RJ, he's terrible, he's lousy, blah, 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 blah. Yo, he's one of the hottest three-point shooters in the league right now. You got to put some respect on this kid's name. I had to switch the cover art for tonight's show from Julius <laughs> to RJ because he's been that damn good, bro. That's a fact, man. He's been torching it up. I mean, I was at the Boston Celtics game where he went six for six from downtown. I, yeah. He was just stroking it, man. Facts. I, we This season, or what was the last season, where we, we discussed that RJ needed to improve his jumper. And at the beginning of the season, we saw that his three-point shot wasn't falling. It's like, just go to the mid-range. We'll, we'll take some, it'll take some time. Maybe next season we'll start seeing three-pointers fall. Now it's just fall. Yeah. Everything. 
feels like almost every month he's taking another step forward. Yeah. And this is just – Confidence, man. Sword. Confidence. I mean, do you remember the, the, the first Miami game? He didn't even play in the fourth. Because mm-hmm. Tibbs went with – he went with Bullock. He went with Burks. I think he, he had Rivers IQ in there. He was searching for shooting. And that's what Tibbs kept saying after those two Miami games. And when they were like, no, RJ, he said, I'm searching, I'm searching. And without throwing him under the bus, he was really saying, I, I need more consistent, reliable shooting out there. And ever since then, I mean, he's been on a tear from, from around that time. But ever since then, he, he's, he's been locked in, bro, C- completely locked in. And, uh, again, it's just, you know, his confidence is up. You like that. Love the fact that, again, in, in the end of the game when we needed a playmaker, he made a solid play to Burks off the baseline drive, whipped it out to Burks at the top of the key for three. That was clutch. And then delivered for Julius, man, another uh, uh, corner three to basically put the game away. So RJ's just leading, man. And at 20 years old, he's being a leader for us, bro. 20 years old. My yeah. I can't wait to see when he's in his prime, man. Yeah. It's it's going to the league's not going to be ready. Facts, I, he's facts. giving me so much confidence that I can just say the league's not going to be ready for him. It's, Big facts, bro. I want to shout out um Blood of the Panda. He says Broadway Barrett is crisp as a Caesar down the fourth. <laughs> with, with the Blood <laughs> of the Panda, he has found strength. OB next hashtag chocolate closer hashtag OB Avengers hashtag free OB. All right, so so Blood of the Panda wants OB freed. All right, um I'm gonna read the rest of the super chats. I, I gotta do some digging in YouTube. We're gonna get Ashley in here, but let's get to the phones right now. Uh, and first up is Zaheem from Brooklyn. Zaheem, how you doing, man? How you doing, man? Good, man. What's, what's going on? So good today, man. I don't know why the Knicks keep making these games so hard. And ever yeah. since Anthony Edwards talked shit about... Oh, whoa, whoa. Family show, bro. Family show, bro. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. My bad. Sorry, man. You're a new caller. You're a new caller. We'll, we'll, let, we'll give you a mulligan, man. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he has gotten a lot better this year, and I feel like I just feel like the Knicks can run more plays than like I'm. I, I hate Alfred, and I just want to see RJ with four more. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree, but you know, to to Tibbs' point, Peyton didn't close. He went with Rose, and then Burks. You know, Peyton did not see how, how many minutes did Peyton lock tonight. Seventeen. Seventeen. We I mean, we can't keep going back to the Peyton well, man. It's, it's been a, it's been a common punching bag, but when the game is been within reach or counted. He's not out there. So, you know, y- your coach is making adjustments. Now Burks is out there trying to do what he does. He's not a natural point guard, but he can get the job done for you. And I, we got the W, so I guess that, that was that. But almost, he almost cost us that game. Man. You know, Burks finished with th- three turnovers, probably all three in the fourth. So, so that was tough. Uh, but, again, um, as we said with Noel, Four block shots tonight, nine points, 13 rebounds. Thought Noel was solid, man. Sometimes those blocks are kind of empty out because he'll, mm-hmm. he'll get, like, dominated on the boards as well. But I thought tonight he was solid all the way around. No, he was an anchor tonight. Every every block shot was key and big. There, it, 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 it definitely shifted the momentum when he yeah. got block shots, and it led to either us scoring in, tra- in either transition or – Gave us a better position in the half court set. So he made Noel has been playing more than admirably at this point yeah. after Mitch has gone down. And since whether it was with a hand injury and now the foot injury, Noel has stepped into being that defensive anchor that we've needed for this team, being that true rim protector. So, hey, 
kudos to him. Yeah. Love, love the effort. Keep on doing it. I mean, there's some nights where he doesn't have it, but tonight was definitely – he was feeling he was it big. all the night. Yeah. He, he was big for us tonight, man. So, salute to Nerland as well. And salute to everybody in the chat once again. Let's get those likes up. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Remember, tonight's show is presented by Manscaped, the number one men's grooming tool from head to toe. Fellas, the spring is in the air. We are now in April. Flowers are coming up. The grass is coming up. So, very important to trim those hedges, and that is with the Lawnmower 3.0. This is Manscaped's number one tool for below the waist. And uh, what I love about it, Al, it comes with a ceramic blade, skin-safe technology. So, you you know, you, you cut down on the on those cuts, man. It's it's very safe in that regard. It comes with an LED light. You know what I mean? Whatever you're into, if you want to do it in the dark, you can certainly do it as well. Uh, waterproof. You could do it in the shower. You know, and what, like I said, if you're into that, you could do that as well. Um, good battery life. Very good battery life from, from charging time. and you, This thing will last you a, a good couple of weeks. So very handy in that regard. And uh, Manscaped is giving you guys 20% off plus free shipping with promo code NYX. Go to Manscaped.com, enter promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. And with the Lakers coming into town, Manscaped has also partnered with Alex Caruso uh, in a fight for testicular cancer. So they're doing a, a promotion together as well. So salute to Caruso, salute to Manscaped for doing that. Fellas, make sure you're getting your checkups, especially if you're around that age. And uh, yeah, man, so salute to Manscaped. We're going to get Ashley in here. And let's get back to the phones. Angel from Philly. Angel, what's going on, bro? Yo, CT, what's good, bro? Yo, what's good, bro? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Hey, what's going on, Alex? How you doing, bro? Good. How you doing, Angel? I'm good. Uh, first things first, man. Hit that thumbs up for your boys, yeah. man. Stop playing and hit that thumbs up. 100%, and, uh, bro. You know, uh, de definitely, man, I'm a... Uh, Definitely just want to give you guys an extra shout-out as well because, you know, earlier Ron our was on the show. So definitely got to show some love to Metal yeah. World Peace, man. Thank you guys for the opportunity. And uh, I'm not going to lie, bro. You know, I'm 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 so thrilled that we won this game, man. You know, like that 4-15 run by Toronto just had me pulling the, the hair off my head, bro. I mean, I was just like, man, what is going on? We got these dudes right where we want them, and – you know, um, it, it shouldn't have been as hard, man. It shouldn't have been as hard. But you know what? This is the new Knicks, man. The old Knicks would have gave up that <laughs> game and just got blown off the floor. But obviously, you know, um, this is the gritty Knicks, man. You know, we play hard no matter what, whether we winning or whether we down four points. You know, um, it was definitely um, good to just see us come back and win this game. But um, I thought the three keys to this game, obviously, was Noel's defense because, I mean, like, he just did his thing, man, you know. And I thought, uh, you know, at the end of the game, you know, with uh, Burks hitting that timely shot with uh, RJ passing him that ball, I thought that was clutch, man, because we needed that shot. Yeah. And, um, you know, in the end, bro, like, RJ Barrett 9 got hit in that three, man. You can just tell his confidence has grown. Big time. You can tell that he wants it. And it, it, it's just so good to see him hitting those buckets, man, because he deserves it. And, you know, in the end, you know, it wasn't pretty, but, you know, the fact is, is that we won. You know, we got Lakers, the Lakers coming in tomorrow, and I hope we beat them too, man. So, therefore, when you go on that Matt Kellerman show, you can throw it in his face. I need some well, ammo. Bro. I need some but, ammo. Listen, man. Facts. 
Right. But thanks for taking my call. I know you got some call-ups, man. I appreciate you guys, and uh, and y'all have a good night, man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate it, Angel. Angel came through double duty today, Ash. Angel came through. He was chopping it up with Meta World Peace. He, he was part of the team tonight. You know what he I mean? He was. I, think, I don't think he saw me, though, because he didn't say hi. Yeah, so. facts. Ooh. I mean, jeez, Angel. Oh, Angel's oh, what got straight. Oh, he's still on the line. Oh. <laughs> we thought we lost him. Angel, what's going on, man? Hey, listen. Um, I actually got you guys on the phone. I, I couldn't even see that my future wife was on the show. I'm so sorry, Ashley. You know I'm always going to show you love. You know, me and Marley, you know you're my queen. You know, you're the queen of Philly, queen of New York, and you're the queen of MIA. So, you know, of course, you know, I I would never do you like that. So, you know, I definitely got to show you love as well. And um, obviously, you know, you know I'm proud of you too, you know. So don't don't ever think I would ever do you wrong like that. You know that's how, bro. But, uh, and I know, I think you was on SNY as well. So I'm going to definitely nice. watch that as well. Nice. Show you some love yeah. as well. No doubt. No doubt, bro. Appreciate the call, man. Ash, how was, uh, how was SNY tonight? It was good. We got to talk about the Knicks. And listen, the Knicks are much more fun to talk about when they're fresh off a of win. So Big that facts. was a good time. What did you think sure. about the game? It was frustrating. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, not too frustrating. You walk away with a win, and that's at the end of the day, all you want is a win in your column. But it is definitely something that I'm concerned about because you can get away with that with a team like the Raptors who are a far cry from the championship caliber team that we saw when Kawhi Leonard was there. Um, and, you know, they're dealing with their own issues internally and things like that. You can get away with that with some other teams, but sometimes you can't. I mean, the Timberwolves are a much more inferior team than we are, and we lost them. So yeah. it's these down-to-the-wire games, especially when you have a lead of double digits that I find frustrating. If you look at the numbers, which, you know, I, you know, numbers don't lie. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. At halftime, the Knicks were shooting 40%. The Raptors were shooting 31%. And which is way below their average of 45, which is where they like to be comfortable this season. Towards the end of the game, at the end of the game, if you look at the box score, the Raptors jumped up to almost 42%. Came alive. They came alive. They came alive, and you allowed them to. And that's almost that's a 10%, roughly a 10% jump. Which means, especially in that third quarter, we saw it. The Knicks weren't contesting shots. We had great ball movement, but what good is ball movement if you can't score? But what good is not being able to score and having a top five defense if you can't prevent the other team from scoring? They were just too comfortable out there, weren't contesting shots. It was just a mess. And shout out to Nerlens Noel because he held it down. Nerlens held it down big time. He was the reason that we were able to go ahead and turn it around in the fourth. And, of course, my RJ, my nine god, he just continues to impress me every single game. It's just the – laser focus that he has he never worries about the game in totality he takes it one play mm-hmm. at a time and he's always looking about what he can do at that moment not what's already happened not what's going to happen in the future but what's happening right there and that corner three for him is becoming his sweet spot and it, it's fun to watch that unfold rj's locked in man good points and they went on a 40 to 15 run from being down 18 in that third quarter to being up i believe seven in the fourth it was a 40 to 15 run and as you said this team was basically asleep coming in from cleveland the night before and they turned it up on us man this this game could have very well could have very easily been a loss could have very easily been a loss tonight so uh great job by rj coming through in the clutch with a clutch assist and a clutch three-pointer to close that out
Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up on the Feast Squad. As Angel alluded to earlier, man, we had Meta World Peace for a live pop-up interview today. Me and Ash tore it down. Meta tore it down. It was a great show if you guys were here with us live. It was, it was a fantastic interview. I'm no, no joke. One, one of the best to date on this channel. Uh, yeah. Available in podcast format as well, but also available on the channel. So TM and the Mods, if you can drop the link in the chat for the people that uh, want to catch the Meta interview definitely um definitely want to catch that one all right back to the phones we go dj from staten island what's going on bro yo hit that thumbs up button for your boys listen before i even go to the game i just want to say ashley that that dude king sip like i might have to he might have he might need a new nickname like he's he's a sip god sip something of that nature but I just, I, I just want to say, besides oh, that, I'm angel alone. Angel, but dang, man. Anyway, back to the game. Um, I don't know what happened to Siakam. It's funny that earlier this season he was arguing with Nick Nurse because, my God, he fell off a cliff after Kawhi yeah. left. And I just really, I just really want to talk about RJ. I just want to talk about RJ. The kid sure. is only 20 years old right now. If you look at the stats, the last five games, this kid is shooting on a different planet right now. Like, he's – shout out Anthony Edwards. He's trending on Twitter. Yeah. And it's not because of anything he did. <laughs> it's not because of anything <laughs> basketball, man. I just can't wait. Like, I hope – you saw all the management, the Nick management after the game. They – you know, they they right there. I hope they really commit to this kid because it's – I can see it now, and I'm not calling him hardened-like. But if you give this kid some shooting when he gets older, the floor, if you if you open up the floor and give him the lanes, he can make it happen. And he's built for this. That's what people don't understand. When you're in New York, you got to be built to withstand all adversity. And built he is. for it, bro. I don't know why they're not giving him respect, but when you go on Max Kellerman, yo, CP, when you go on Max Kellerman, just make it about an R.J. Barrett show. <laughs> no higher guns. No superstars, just who who on the Lakers has a kid that developed like R.J. Barrett yeah. and actually kept? With, with no like, true point guard, bro. With, with no real point guard. Yeah, with no and, – and I, and I listen, I can't even I can't even bash Tim because he's finally doing what, I'm, what I asked. He's going with the Bullock, Burke, R.J. lineup. I love that. I know I know Burke was shaky, but I want, to, I want this to be the closing. If it's not going to be those three, then it's got to be IQ. It yeah. can't be Peyton, and obviously you already you already related to it. Rose's his body can't withstand that. Yeah, but that's what I wanted to say. We got a big game tomorrow. Hopefully they win, so you could be on the show on Tuesday and just kill Mac. Ashley, I see what you're doing. This ain't no simp love. You're still a sis, but this ain't no simp love. You <laughs> doing what you're doing. Everybody have a good night, y'all. Hopefully we get we get this W tomorrow, man. Appreciate so. it. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, you know, with uh, with not as ideal spacing as you would like for him and, and no real point guard or effective point guard that, that could get him going, RJ's doing a lot, man. He's doing a lot with a little in his second year. And as I said, it looks like 21 from 30 from three. Tonight, he was uh, 50% tonight, 50% against the Grizzlies, 6 for 6 against Boston as you were at that game out, 67% against the Nets. Efficiency, man. Absolutely efficient. And then the free throw numbers are there. You know, the free throw numbers are absolutely there as well. So uh, RJ's having a fantastic season, you know, and and that is if you're going to play the the macro game, despite what they do this season, 
his development, his growth has been a major win. And, and that's uh that's a positive sign for us for sure. Absolutely. And for, and from the Pistons game, I just ran the numbers. He's shooting 69.6% from three since the Pistons game. Wow. He's shooting he's shooting 70% from three. It's on 4.6 attempts per game. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> he is on fire. He's working, man. <laughs> he, he's putting in that work, bro. And then that's what Tibbs said. You know, he's got the shooting machine by the office. So he wants to be great. You know what I mean? He, he yeah. cut the fro, too. Him and him and Julius was on that New Year New Me swag tonight, man. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. They're, they're in that, what is it, the playoff push yeah. premium haircut plan. Like. Thanks. Nice. RJ got the tape up. Yeah. Julius got the Travis Scott Cactus Jack look going on. That's what I'm saying. They, they came out this game guns blazing. My boys which, were swagged which out, man. Still out on because I don't know if I'm digging. You're not feeling this. You're not feeling the Travis Scott look. I like cornrow <laughs> Randall. I feel like it worked. I feel like it was swaggy. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, you want to switch it up as long as it doesn't, you know, absorb your absorb your powers like the monsters yeah. in basketball. Then I'm fine. But I did like cornrow Randall. Just break it to the back, easy. That's that's how I rock. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. DJ in the chat said there's 1,700 people viewing and only 200 likes. Ash, you got to talk to the people, man. Listen, guys. What's going on right now? I feel like there's 1,800 people 1,800. There's only 528 likes. I need more than that. I need you guys to hit the thumbs up for my nine god, hashtag nine god. Um, Ryan Rodriguez says, CP, he has a business proposition for you. He says, if you want them likes up, we need to do a dating show called King of the Simps. <laughs> and we work, we working on it, man. We working on. It. Might have to push it to the summer. Like we, we in the midst of a playoff push right now, but we working we on. We got a lot of things on. Yeah, on we got a lot of things on deck, plate. man. We got a lot of things on the plate, but uh, the the dating show is, is definitely one of the ideas. It's, it's gonna happen. Don't worry, it's, it's gonna happen. We we gotta figure out how to how to uh, you know make it good. Anything on Knicks fan TV has gotta be good or it can't be done. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we'll, we'll figure that out and, and make sure give the people a good show. So tell everybody. And Angel says, stop calling him King Simp. It's Goat Simp. <laughs> <laughs> He's goat claiming it. Simp. He's claiming the title. Uh, let's go up to T-Dot, man. My guy Manny in the building. T-Dot, uh, Manny, what's going on, bro? Hey, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, Appreciate man. it. No doubt. I'm um, calling in. I'm a, I'm a long-time Knicks fan, but mm-hmm. I moved to Canada, but I've been a Knicks fan since the 90s. No. Um, nice. Been following your show for a bit. Just want to say you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you, bro. Thanks a lot for supporting us, for sure. Uh, one thing I want to talk about, and I want to get your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Randall, you know, the last few games. Every time we depend on him to win games, he seems to always have concentration issues, you know, either arguing with the refs, losing the ball here and there. Um, have you noticed the same thing, and do you think he's our best closer? Yeah, you know, it was something I was talking to Max Kellerman about a couple of weeks back on his show after the Nets blow up. You know, when he, when he was arguing a call, when they called him for the travel and stuff like that, he he just has to lock in. You know, it's, it's part of being mentally tough is trying to block out the adversity, whether it's from the other team or from the refs. But, you know, if you're going to be keep drawing at the refs the whole time, that's not going to help you when it comes to closing time. You, you got to lock in mentally and focus on helping your team win. Um, as far as if he's the best closer, I want to see your countrymen. I want to see RJ get a little bit more looks uh, to, to be that guy to, to close the games when it matters. But it's hard to take the ball out of Julius's hands sometimes. He's been on all-star. 
you know, he's kind of earned that right this season. So as much as I want to see RJ get that look, I'm not surprised that it goes to Julius. It's just his decision-making down the stretch just has to be better. But but give credit to Julius. In, in crunch time, after he made his mistakes, he went to his guy, went to RJ for the corner three, and that basically won us the game. So, you know, he had the best of both worlds there. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I definitely, I definitely I agree. feel like – what is it? Go ahead, Ash. Go ahead. No, I definitely feel like Julius sometimes he is the opposite of RJ where he gets in his own head. I think his frustration – and, you know, you can understand it in a sense because Julius has been in this league for a long time. So you feel because you've been in this league that you're, you know, deserved a certain le- – or you're owed, rather, a certain level of respect from the refs. And you don't get that like he sees some of the other guys who maybe have come up in the draft class with him or people, you know, his peers and things like that. So it is frustrating. It all, it also is just the nature of playing in New York. It's the nature of the beats. You don't get the calls you're supposed to. Sometimes you get screwed on the calls. And, you know, Randall just has to do a better job at what RJ does and just take it step by step and yeah. stop trying to fight everything. If it doesn't happen, it's not gonna ch- you're not going to change it. Nine times out of ten, arguing with the ref does not change the call. You just get it off your chest, but it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. It's, it's, already, it's already happening. So... I think Randall just needs to kind of get out of his own head a little bit and just take it play by play and not worry about all the little intricate details along the way. It's not even worth it. All right, man. Pre- appreciate the call, man. Al, what, what, do you, what do you think about, you know, how, how we've been handling the closing situation this season? I mean, you made a good – like you, you said, like, Julius has been playing – at an all-star, NBA all-star level, so you got to go to him. But at some point, we are seeing more of RJ just being able to do it and put it the – just handling the closing duties at this point. So i just rather go with him because he's been consistent for the last couple of games. And to Ashley's point, like, Randall starts to get in his own head when he gets down to the, to the wire, whether mm-hmm. it's making ill-advised passes, whether it's just not even boxing out. Like we've seen games against the Nets where you allow Jeff Green just to beat you out for a box out or even Jeff to buy Green a turn up on him. Just, just, just stuff like that that is you're losing focus in the key moments. Maybe that's because he's playing too many minutes. Maybe that's because he's exhausted and he's been playing. You know, he's in the top five with RJ and just like how many minutes they've allocated this season. Maybe that's starting to wear and tear on him. I don't know, but at this point, like he's deserved it for how he's been playing this season, mm-hmm. so I just I I, I think it's just I think it's starting to go towards RJ because you want like more consistent shooters, guys who can hit the free throw. They even start going to Burks too in crunch time too. Yeah. So I, I think it's just a nice even balance. It's just trying to figure it out each and every single game. I think he's I think Tibbs is not trying to make it so predictable, so that's why he's just that's going back and forth with either Randall, Burks, RJ. So yeah. Just trying to see who can who can fill those shoes. Cut cut end. down on the ISO at the end for sure. Uh, I want to shout out Mark Kent Luis. He says I peep Leon Rose dapping RJ after the game. Franchise Barrett. Shout out to Nick Fury. He says we survived. Gut check tonight. Julius put in the braids and stopped smelling himself off the All Star vapors. <laughs> Time to get back to that grimy vibe. NY grits all day. Salute to Nick Fury. Salute to everybody in the chat. Of course, 
Uh, Gilbert Fuentes, appreciate it. Alan Berman says, salute, great interview with Meta World Peace. RJ's development alone is enough reason for Knicks fans to be excited. This kid is the real deal. We're legit point guard away from being a major problem for the rest of the league. Hashtag nine God. Salute to Joshua Carrick, $20 Super Chat says, love the show, fellas. What do you think when the game is close in the last two minutes? We just ha- we have just awkward offensive possessions. Either Randall over dribbling or turnovers even at- out the timeouts. It's is it the lack of a true point guard? Yeah, I think, you know, as part of the conversation we just had, I think, yeah, part of not having a quality point guard is, is a big issue. And, and again, it, it forces Julius to, to, you know, make decisions. And, and he, they're throwing the double teams at him, and he's got to make them faster. So, again, between RJ, Julius, Burks, Tibbs has, has got to figure out how he's going to close. But it's the sign of a 500 team, you know, just not having enough talent to, to get it done. But you, you have a rising star in RJ Barrett, no doubt about it. So that's definitely a plus. Uh, Mike, Michael James Jordan says, we'll take this win. Referring back to the Meta World Peace interview, I would love to see this team run the triangle variation of it. Knicks. Mm-hmm. They do. They they do run a variation of the triangle. It's been known that Tibbs has run a variation of the triangle. And, and as Meta said, um, you know, teams like the Golden State Warriors, like the Spurs, and, and even Tibbs, you got to run some, not mm-hmm. all of it, which is what he had alluded to in our interview today. So, uh, again, catch that that minute interview. What's that, Ash? Big key on not all of it because yeah. all of it can take you two years to learn, which we that's do not. That, that, that's exactly what he said. So, uh, great job on him. John Michael Prego says, shout out Kendrick Lorandel, 11, 11 free throws. Nine God's bag gets deeper every game. The Nerlens post game needed the who we beat instrumental on the back. Rest in peace, DMX. He went in. Yeah, Nerlens mm-hmm. was solid, man. Nerlens was definitely solid. Let's go to Flint, Michigan. Stan, what's going on? What's going on, y'all? CP, Ashley, Al. Put your thumbs up in the chat for Let's your boys. Let's get Please. it. Let's get it, Stan. Stan, Stan, you had called in. You had called in last week. A bunch of people up in here. I'm all the way in Flint. There should be a bunch of people up in here. Yeah. Wait, dude, were you the same guy that called from Flint last week? Yes, sir. Okay, okay, yeah, no doubt. What's going on, bro? Watch the game. Wasn't too happy in that third quarter. <laughs> but my man RJ, the non-god, Bruce mm. Barrett, came through and did his thing. Y'all was just talking about being a closer. RJ needs to be the closer. I understand that Julius is the man right now, but... He doesn't have it at the end of the game. Yeah. You need somebody with that attitude. That's somebody that's just going to come in there and just do what they got to do. Julius just doesn't have it right now. Just, I mean, let him find people that, that's willing to take the shot. It's like he's unwilling or he loses the ball or he turns it over. Like, just give Barrett the ball. <laughs> Especially when we're in these close games, especially games when we shouldn't even be this close in. Yeah. We definitely shouldn't have been this close in this game. But I just want to say I love the show. I just want to hear your thoughts. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And, and, again, back to the point guard situation, even Julius, 
you know, having the he, he he's been the, he's been our engine. He's been our, our number one playmaker this year. As I said, his assist to usage ratio has jumped through the roof from last year to this year, and that's been a positive sign because he's he's making his team better. But where's that point guard that can make him better? You know what I'm saying now? Where's the guy that could get him good shots in rhythm late in games? You saw that with him and Rose when Rose first got here. That was going. When Rose started started those three games for Peyton against Sacramento, Golden State, and I forgot who the third team was, they had some chemistry in the pick and roll and in the pick and pop situation. You want to see that even later in games. like Just getting Julius better opportunities in rhythm so that he's not forcing the, the issue himself. I think that'll go a long way for us. For sure. And since CK's not here, I'm going to say it, bring Lonzo Ball, um, <laughs> one. Two, yeah, I mean, the issue is, like, Derrick Rose, like, we, we know it's 25, 27 minutes a game that he gets, and we just don't have enough point guard depth to help Randall and everyone else on this team be in rhythm and be organized when the game matters most. I'm sure Tibbs would love to have Derrick Rose out there for the remainder of the stretch, but if you're going to only play Peyton, you know, 15 minutes, you got to go somewhere else, and Burks is the other option that we'd be going to. He's been okay. You know, it's nights like this where you're ready to, like, kill yourself when you start seeing turnovers late in the game. Mm -hmm. And just – and this is not the first time, right? We've seen him do it. We saw it against the Timberwolves game. He just – he loves to do that, like, hook swing pass when he gets right by the foul line and just easy just for the pickings uh, for anyone on the wing. But I'm sure he wants – I'm sure Tibbs wants Derrick Rose to close. It just – Unfortunately, once he gets past 25 minutes, 23 it's not there, tonight. It's got it's, it's got to be it's going to be a situation that's be addre- that will be addressed this offseason. Yeah. That's for sure. I think it's real. 23 23 minutes again for Rose tonight. You know he struggled most of the game. Like I said, his shots just weren't falling. Uh, but defensively, Flynn gave him some 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 heat in that third quarter as well. And then we we closed with Burks. So. I just I don't know if if it's a situation where Rose gets that look in the playoffs, but I don't know the way he's trending. I think this is what you can expect from here on out in terms of the minutes allocation, and this is what he can give you. So, again, just just a position that needs to be upgraded. Tommy Beer on, on Twitter says over the Knicks' last five games, RJ's averaging twenty point eight points per game while shooting a scorching sixty one percent from the floor, seventy percent from three last five games. 80% from the free throw line. You see the smile? This, this is the I told you the smile. Facts. And Facts. I just love the fact that everyone is now calling him Nine God. Because when I dubbed him Nine God, <laughs> I got a lot of feedback. Yeah, I got a lot so, of feedback. yeah it's a little flat. So some people were, 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 didn't like people the Nine God. Nicky. Feeling it. But now every time RJ hits something or yeah. in the chat, I'm singing Nine God this, Nine God yeah. that. Also, to other Knicks people who shall rename nameless oh you did not make up nine god that was that Whoa. happened here first no 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 put no air them out no 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 i made it up no we okay. need we need names who's who's claiming i'm not title? calling out names but those people know who they are i love the nine god on this very show violations yeah on the absolutely tape. absolutely on the tape <laughs> easily, easily. I mean, whoever's trying to claim that is is out of their minds. There's no out chance. Out of their mind. The ball don't lie and the nah, tape don't lie. No chance. No chance. Uh, so to everybody in the chat once again, if you guys are new in the chat, you just heard my guy Stan checking in from Flint, Michigan, out in the Midwest. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. Jay Renee in the chat says Nine God is an ass creation. Yeah, it was. Nine, Nine God is. It's very mixed, though. You know, some people like it. Some people don't like it. But it's very mixed. You know, it's it's catching on slowly, though. 
Anthony Amps is Broadway Barrett. Now I got, yeah, I'm more of a Broadway Barrett type of guy. Just to give you a little bit of a backstory, I call him the nine guy because he's from Canada. Drake is the six guy. RJ's the Mm -hmm. nine guy. I just felt like it flowed better. I mean, obviously you can call him whatever you want, but nine guy is catching on. It could be more Drake hate. You know, Drake Drake gets natural haters. It just could be the Drake hate. If I hear nine guy in a Drake song, I'm going to flip out. (laughs) Okay. Let's <laughs> you know right now. Surprise. Drake takes Drizzy, man. Sue Drizzy. Uh, any hashtag news? Chubby Down, what's going on? Steam hashtag new. How you feeling? Who else we got in here? Salute Nick Fury, of course. Castle King 187 he says hashtag new today. And he gives the Dr. Evil emoji in the chat. Um, so yeah, salute to everybody, man. Salute to everybody that, that came through to the meta interview for sure. We got... Uh, NVG get more. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Inks is Toronto leads in worldwide pressure. Ask Drake. And he threw up the Canadian and Jamaican flag out. So we got one of our peoples in the chat. You don't know. Big him up. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, throw your mm-hmm. cities in the chat as well, man. Let us know where you guys are checking in from. We'll definitely shout you guys out. Look, they're already dropping Lake Drake lyrics. It says, turn that six into a nine. <laughs> Listen, okay. Uh, shout out Josh Carrick as well. It's another super chat. He says, West Harlem represent. Uh-oh, he said, ass, I'm coming for the Simca title. But seriously, <laughs> he said, LOL. But seriously, what are we doing with Obi? Is it just me or does he look lost in the court? I can't tell if it's lack of opportunity or he's just bad. No, I don't. I think Obi's been coming around a little bit. You know, I think he's, he's been de- coming around a little bit. What do you think, Al? He's definitely been com- been playing more aggressive and playing more yeah, confident the last couple of games. He's not, you know, doing anything. I would say he's not like putting up crazy numbers or anything, but you can see the confidence is getting there. It looks like he's gone from wanting, like being afraid of making mistakes to just trying to play his game. And I think we just need to be a little patient with Obi. I mean, he came from Dayton where he was the focal point of the offense. Mm-hmm. Now he went from being the number one guy to being a role player. That's quite a shift where you're playing 30-plus minutes a game in college, and now you're getting 12, 15 minutes a game, and you're a role player, and you're getting certain minutes and certain plays. Not even a lot of plays ran for him. He's, he, there's not a lot of transition for him. There's yeah. not a lot of pick and roll for him. He's not getting a lot of post-up matches, and when he does, he doesn't have the strength necessarily to back down everybody. That's right. So I think he just needs an offseason. He needs time to get adjusted. There's no reason to sound the alarm and be off of Obi Toppin. It's, he just needs time. And when you start seeing games like we have the past couple of games – 
where he's just trying to be aggressive, puts the ball on the floor, starts doing something. It's like, all right, cool. You're, you're, you're getting acclimated to the game. You're getting more confident. That's where, that's the big thing is confidence, right? That's a big thing. Yeah. Like even when RJ was shooting poorly at the beginning of the season, it's all about confidence in this game for the most part. Yeah, facts. And, and you know, again, only two two points tonight. No free throw attempts. That's the area where I want to see, even if we're not playing to his strengths, we may not be spacing the floor well enough for him, we may not be getting out in transition well enough for him or pushing the pace for him or, or playing in, the, in that pick and roll game with an effective point guard, he still should be able to, to get a couple free throw attempts in, in his minutes. Now, it's only five minutes tonight, so he barely, he barely got in. But um, I think he was trending well. Uh, up until this game, just in terms of um, making the most of his minutes and being effective in those minutes uh, and attacking. So I think, as you said, we got to be patient with Obi. This season has been a, a success where you don't, you can't, you don't really have to dwell on his lack of success just yet. So he's buying some time, thankfully. So we'll have some patience, Ash. As Meta said, have some patience, and maybe next year will be better for him. And this was one of the reasons why I pushed for him in the time where he was just kind of just lost, not kind of, he was lost, for him to go down into the G League because I was thinking future. Has Obi gotten the reps in that G League? Who knows what kind of player he would be right now at this moment, how much more beneficial he would be to the offense and the defense if it would have made a drastic difference. Obviously, now you don't know. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but that was also one of the reasons I wanted him down there is because Tibbs wasn't utilizing him the way that he needed to be utilized for his development. Had they sent him down someplace where he was able to go ahead and get that progress, get that ball rolling, he could have been a lot further along right now where you really need him in the push for the playoffs. But obviously, you know, that's in the past, but yeah. – that was one of the reasons why I pushed so hard for that. So now yeah. you only have woulda, shoulda, coulda, and thoughts of what could be. So. Well, maybe with a full season next year, full summer league and whatnot, you know, we'll get him back on track. But we got to upgrade at that point for sure. Uh, back to the chats. I want to shout out uh, our city chat. Salute to Moises Roman checking in. How you doing, Moises? We got Chubby Don checking in from Queensbridge. Christian Carmago, Ridgewood, Queens. What's going on? We got Flashguard 180 checking in from Orlando. Jared Dowdell, speaking of Sin City, he's checking in from from, from Vegas. Tony B. L. I. What's going on? We got Boxing Trav, Laurelton, Queen, stand up. How you feeling? Mosul, Uptown. Speaking of Harlem, we got Mosul, the wine god. Deliveries. Go check out Mosul. He's delivering in your neighborhood. Check out Wine by Mosul. So check definitely check out Mosul. Mosul, throw your, your website in the chat for the people. Make sure that they are uh, checking you out. Uh, Ashley, you want to shout out in the chat? Um, shout out Chuck D in the chat. Everyone was asking for him. He is officially in the building, guys. Chuck D has joined the Mosh Pit. Throw a hashtag PE in the yeah. chat. Shout out to all of my SimFan TV crew. You know that I love you guys. Um, shout out to all the nine, the hashtag nine gods. Shout out to everybody shouting me out who is watching me and watching Fan TV right now. And they see me on SNY. I appreciate you guys for watching. Um, shout out to Brooklyn, shout out to Queens, shout out to Staten Island, shout out to Harlem, shout out to Manhattan, shout out to the Bronx, shout out yeah. to all of New York City in the building tonight. We got the win. It's a good night for the Knicks fans. Yeah. We got Bob Ward checking in from London, UK. All right. So Bob is up late, man. Up early, actually. Maybe getting ready for work. I don't know. But salute to Bob. Salute to all our people in APAC, Australia, the Philippines, New Zealand, everybody up there. Salute to you guys. Uh, Al, anybody in the chat you, you want to shout out? You got your chat open? Huh. I got uh, 
shout out to Jeffrey, Va- Jeffrey Vasquez, just do it. Jocelyn Green Fox, shout out to Peter Bowen, shout out to all the mods, Knicks Fan TV, yeah, Dave, definitely. Uh, shout out to Ari, the Shells, um, Greg, uh, nope, George Jones. Shout out to all you guys no in doubt. the chat. Just do it. Says they're checking in from Taipei, Taiwan. No doubt. Yeah. Ooh. We got Lex Lamech Malik checking in from St. Lucia, too. Okay. So, suits everybody, man. Worldwide, we out here heavy. Speaking of worldwide, let's go to Atlanta. Twan, what's going on? Hey, yo, what up, bro? What up, bro? I'm a new caller. Um, I just caught on to the wave about a couple uh, couple months ago, but I'm, I'm rocking with the show. So no I really doubt. Really appreciate the, um, everything you're doing. Um, I just want to touch on touch on the, on the game and just on the progress to the Knicks. First, I want to shout out to um, Noel, man. Um, it's kind of easy to get unnoticed a little bit with everything with, with RJ and, and um, quickly and, and you know Julius and everything. But um, he's been kind of holding it down, you know what I'm saying, lately with uh, with the, with Mitch and everything else. So you know what I'm saying, just want to say, uh, say shout out to him. Yeah. But uh, also, um, I know everybody was talking about the closer situation um, last couple of calls, and that's what I was kind of want to talk about too. Um, I think um, I like to see um, Rose close a little bit more. I know he's got like the minutes um, restrictions and everything, but I think like um, he's a he's a definite um, certified closer. Obviously, not the same Rose like you know from his rookie year and, and them years in mm-hmm. Chicago. He was coming down the lane banging, but he's still like a closer and he's still a finisher and he's still you know draw contact and and ones and he's solid at the line. So um, and I think he's also good spacing. You know what I'm saying? For Randall and also RJ, and I just like to see, um, I like RJ stepping up too, like the last couple games, and um, you know what I'm saying, and uh, like his progress to his whole like the last couple years, like I didn't see him like doing this like this year, like this early like closing games and stuff yeah. like that. I was thinking like maybe next year, but like he took a big jump this year, like even with his jump shot and just like him like being comfortable with the game. Like I feel like last year, like he felt the pressure a little bit, maybe a little bit, just mm-hmm. like being coming out of Duke and. You know, just jump into that role, like, because you're looking for a savior, hard body last year, like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I like the direction we're going, like, you know, we, we we figuring it out, we got our identity. You know, Tibbs is kind of wild sometimes at night, you know, but um, he's been doing a little bit better, every, you know, lately, but uh, he's still Tibbs and he's still got his style, but, you know, nonetheless, the coach is way better because, you know, probably like last year, two years ago, games like these, we would have lost and probably lost yeah. by 20 points or something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But these games were, like, figuring it out. And at least, you know, the last couple of games, we lost those those gimme games that we should have had. But, you know, this year, we're at least playing way better and having way better chances. But, yeah, I think uh, I want to see Rose close a little bit more. And I like that little lineup that we had um, this tonight closing. But, yeah, I want to see Rose because mm-hmm. I think that will, that will um, open up the floor a little bit more because he's still a close and he's still a threat. You can't double Rose. And yeah. then with RJ – Going how he's going now, you can't double on him now either. And then I think once once everything's big, because I think now people are trying to are figuring out Randall too because they know that he's left-handed and they're, and they're clogging that left side mm-hmm. up for him. I think that's what's kind of frustrating him too. You know, he's coming, he's spinning to that left and they're there, and he's like, oh, oh. And then he's like, so. And then also too, you got to think like a lot of this is a new role for Randall. Like this, yeah. this point forward and all this, this is kind of new for him. Like and it's a, like, a lot time. for him. You know, at one time, you can be the man, the all-star, yeah. the franchise, put on your back, cold games, and it's kind of like, you know, but that's that's good that RJ's stepping up and that we got somebody that rose in the Burke. You know, Burke was off tonight, but, you know, he he 
it's getting, it's gonna be like that, but we're winning. We're winning these dog fights, and that's what we gotta be prepared for. True, coming up, cause yeah, man, and pretty appreciate the call. I think, listen, I think with, with Rose, it could be a situational thing. I just, but these last few games, it just seems like second half, he just runs out of steam, man. You know what I mean, guys? I just think Tibbs, Tibbs is reading it, and again, it just seems like once he gets to that twenty-five minute mark, that's it for him for the night. So I don't know. Uh, I'm I not mean- sure. He did say he's on his last legs. Yeah. Was, well, that was one of the things he said when he, you know, left Detroit was this is he's on his last legs and he wants to be part of something that has some signs of life, you yeah. know, unlike what was going on in Detroit. So, and this is what I said when he joined the team is you're not going to, you can't expect a lot from him. This is his last lap around the track, if you will, last few laps. True. Rather. So, what you get from Rose is what you get. You know, when he's on, he's on, and he's great. And when he's off, he's off. But you have to expect that with somebody yeah. who's towards the tail end of the, his, their career. Now, if this was a different – if this was Derrick Rose years ago, this would be unacceptable. But where he is right now, it's just the nature of the beast. You True. just got to take it for what it is. True story. Uh, so to everybody in the chat, once again, we have 1,500 people in here. Let's get up to 1,000 likes before this show is over. Number one show for the fans by the fans. This is Nick's Post Game Live. We want to welcome everybody in Team Hashtag New. Welcome to everybody from around the world, wherever you guys are watching from. CP of Franchise, Ashley Moss. We got the Tratacaster, Alex Rotaros in the building. Remember, the show is presented by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code NICKS for 20% off plus free shipping. Also, um, at the end of the show, I got a big announcement for, for regarding the show this week, so make sure that you guys stay till the end because it's going to be very important uh, to hear this announcement, so just make sure you stay till the end. We're going to wrap up shortly. I want to salute Maxwell Walter, sends us a super chat from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and he says, I just want to shout you all out as legitimately I look forward to this show after every game, and man, RJ's development is crazy. No Obi or Peyton slander tonight, no energy for that. So salute Maxwell Walter. Salute to the rhyme animal Chuck D. Once again, he says, I entered the pit during the night of the living third quarter. I <laughs> saw so our league go down like an iceberg and say kits water. We played two games in every game. We cannot let Max's Lakers beat us. Tib says play through this growth pain. Man, that's a fact, Chuck. It was a third quarter of doom, man. 18-point yeah. lead, completely wiped out. I thought it was going to be an easy night. I put the inhaler in the draw. I didn't need it tonight, but by the fourth, I said, oh, man, cardiac Knicks are back, man. So never a dull moment. So we'll and, just, definitely, yeah, and definitely um, shout-out to Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, the site of one of my favorite shows of all time, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. So, Breaking Bad. <laughs> and yeah. also, I see we have some people from Japan in the chat. Shout-out okay. to you guys on your big Masters win. Congratulations, yeah. making that's a very big deal. Congrats. That's you love to see that. You love to see yeah, sports standing and, and making history and Salute so to everybody from the land of the rising sun, no doubt about it. Also salute Euro De Niro says my biggest fear right now, Obi gets traded and then becomes a Nick Killer, like many of our former prospects. Oh God! Oh man! I mean, we we a long ways away, man. I can't I can't I can't think about way that, too man. far for those yeah. t- type of conversations. Can't can't <laughs> can't think about that, man. Oh, speaking of speaking of Chuck and, and, and as well as myself, you guys, the Athletic has come out with a, a eight part series on the Knicks post Ewing mm-hmm. years. It's called Shattered, and it basically documents some of the key 
events of the post-Ewing years. Uh, and, and check it out, man. It's a great documentary. Chuck did a narration. I'm featured in a couple of later episodes. I'll let you guys know when that comes through. And uh, we're definitely going to do some content around that, some reviews of, of each of the shows. So stay tuned for that. But if you if you search in your podcast, uh, whatever platform you use, if you search um, Shattered by The Athletic or The Athletic Shattered, it'll come up. And uh, so, so, it's a good documentary on the post Ewing Knicks, so definitely check that out. All right, a couple more calls, and then we're going to wrap up. Let's go to uh, Scrooge from Brooklyn. What's going on, bro? Good, hey, man. What's going on, bro? Well, Shout-out to the – Oh, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Siakam on that, that double dribble. Man. That was good. Big, big, big double dribble. <laughs> shout-out to Siakam for that. Um, Pivotal tonight. Pivotal tonight, they good, man. I like how you put in Knox to, so they could uh, stop with the, the zones. They were killers with that zone in the third quarter. I like how you put in Knox to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. They go back to man. Kind of, it kind of opened up the floor a little bit for them to go back to man so they could get back in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And RJ, man, RJ, man. Listen, he, he's a year away from really being a real closer. Right now, yeah. he's still got to develop. He's, he's, up, he's getting to be our closer, but he's still got to develop. Like, as in for, like, dribble off the ball dribble. And hitting the shot at the, at the at the at the end of the game, on the pass, of course, in the corner he going he he gonna dagger that. He's starting to develop that more. But as in for like, what he needs to develop in, as in dribbling, comes to dribble and closing the game out. That's where that's where he's gonna get to the nitty gritty next year. Mm-hmm. He's gonna develop all season. I'm pretty sure he is. So I just want to say that shout out, thumbs up, get a thousand likes. Let's get to it. Ooh. Appreciate it, Scrooge. Right. Appreciate it, man. Have, have a good weekend, man. Thanks for calling in, uh, Daniel from Jersey. What's going on, bro? Okay, okay, wow, 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 me gente, how you guys doing? Okay, okay, what's going on, bro? How you feeling, fam? Man, you have, I got a feeling when R.J. Barrett caught that three, when he caught that pass from Jules, I think it was, it was the same feeling as Mariano Rivera coming through from the bullpen. Yo, I, I was going to throw <laughs> yeah. a Mariano uh, gif on the Twitter, man. It was, it was that nice from a closing standpoint. It was nice, man. It was nice, bro. Man, I started playing Sandman. Like, <laughs> boys on this on this guy, man. Boys, the confidence, the patience, the resilience. Like, it's unparalleled in the rookie class. Like, I really think R.J. Barrett is the most mentally strong. He always answers. He always answers. And I think, like, at this point in the season, we saw Julius's development as, as the most important in the season. But now I'm starting to think R.J.'s has become even more important for us, especially – in the future, but don't get me wrong, man. Julius has done great, and he's still finding ways to contribute. And I just want to ask you guys a question. Um, since we're about one game off from the five seed, I think it was, and we're a couple of games from the ninth and tenth. So at this point in the season, what would you guys prefer? Would you rather go up to the fifth seed and have a chance to get past in the first round of the playoffs? Yeah. Or would you rather pump the brakes after we eventually locked up a playoff spot and try to find the lottery, and then try to win two games so we could get in the playoffs. All right, I'll hang up. Thank you, guys. Rip DMX. Nick's going to give it to you. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it, bro. Appreciate it. And, Al, we'll go around the league, but, I mean, to me, as I've said, you know, you want to get into the fourth or the fifth if you want to have a truly special season, right? You get into the fourth and the fifth, and maybe you see Boston, maybe you see Miami or one of those teams, and, and you get a couple of games and maybe even win a series. You know what I mean? That that can make this really turn up. 
Now, we don't, we're not going to dodge a smoke. We're not running from nobody, but we already know that 678 is going to be very challenging, for lack of a better word. So fourth or fifth is, is ideal, but everything is, is neck and neck. Right now, we're in, we're in eighth, but I think we're about a game out of fifth. Al, how are how the standings looking right now, bro? As of right now, you got from fourth on down, you got Atlanta Hawks, you got Charlotte Hornets, Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, and then you got the New York Knicks, and we're from the fourth. Right now, we're two games out of it. You got Hawks at seven and a half. Knicks are nine and a half. But right now, between five and seven, it's just a game back. We're just a game back. So, of course, you want to be in the in the fourth and the fifth because I'd rather be matched up with the Hornets, the Hawks, Boston, someone around there because we could make that a series. Yeah. As you pointed out, CP, if we got to go against the 76ers, the Nets, and the Bucks, that's going to be tough sledding. But to get to the caller's other part of the question – Get into the lottery and no, no. We're playoffs is the best development for this team and just creating a winning culture. So let's stay far away from the lottery and even mm-hmm. some of the best teams that we've seen. You don't need to be in the top of the lottery to create such a good team. It's all yeah. about development and creating a good, stable culture for teams to be successful. We're, we're at 500 right now, 27 and 27. We're in, we're in the eighth slot. We're a game back of fifth. You have the Hornets, the Heat, the Celtics, and the Knicks. No, you have the Hornets, the Heat, and the Celtics uh, all one game ahead of the Knicks. Mm-hmm. All one game ahead of the Knicks. Now, the Heat own the tiebreaker against the Knicks. Uh, Boston beat us, so we're tied 1-1. That last game of the season is going to be major for both teams. Mm-hmm. The Hawks are playing very well. Shout-out to Trey Young. Trey Young, I think he dropped a 40-piece last night. Hawks are four games over 500. They're locked in at fourth right now with uh, – Two games up, two games up on the Knicks. Hawks are in fourth right now. Two games up on the Knicks. Hornets, could we? Can we catch them? You know, we're, we're right there. We're, we're right there. But the Pacers are gaining that. Pacers are only one game out. Pacers are in ninth, one game out. The Bulls are in tenth right now, and and we're five games up on them. Sorry, four mm-hmm. games. We're four games up on the Bulls. Thankfully, the Bulls lost tonight, and uh, the Hornets also lost tonight. Okay. Although the Hornets played the Hawks, so the Hawks are trying to create that separation from us, but I'm expecting the Hornets to drop because they're without Gordon Hayward right now as well. As yeah, Lomelo and Lomelo, so, yeah. Yeah, so it, that, that should be a team that is uh, yeah. going to be dropping down. But the Miami Heat right now, they won. They they, they defeated the Trailblazers. Mm. So it's going to be an interesting uh, race of the finish, yeah. for sure. And I am. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ash. You know, the new format for the playoffs and looking at this right now, first of all, anything after six, there's no guarantees for anything. So, obviously, if you want somewhat of a quote-unquote guarantee, you got to be six and up. I actually think, you know, styles make fighters, and or styles make fights, rather. And I honestly would take my chances. If I can't get in the sixth or the fifth, I would take my chances in a seven versus eight. Because if you look at it right now in the East, Seven right now is Boston, right? Who's who's in seven, seven right now? Seven is Boston. Yeah. Boston. Okay, so we're eight right now. So in yeah. a in a, the play the way that the playoffs are in with right now with the playoff the play in or whatever seven and eight play each other. It's a best of three, I believe, and the winner no, advances. Well, it's it's seven and eight play, and then nine and ten play. Yeah, so seven and eight play, nine and ten play. The yeah. winner of seven and eight goes on to play the winner of nine and ten, and. 
it's it's some weird type of thing. Yeah. I actually wouldn't. I would take my chances in a situation yeah. like that, depending on who would be in that seventh or eighth spot. If they were seventh and eight is Boston, Boston doesn't look that hot. Say we're seven and eight is Charlotte. Charlotte doesn't look that hot. So I don't think you have to go ahead and attack these games with the mindset of, okay, we got to get in five. We've got to get in six. I think what you roll the dice and you trust the team that you have and you see what you can do. Obviously, you're not going to go all the way. Obviously, you're not going to sweep any teams. Obviously, you're not going to the finals. You're not going to the conference finals. So why not go and get down and dirty and see what you can do? This is New York, New York grits. You want to get gritty? You want to get gully? Do it in the play-in if you have to. Just It is what it is. There's no tanking. There's no trying to find the sweet spot and try to go the easy route. We're not doing that anymore. You want to go and be in the playoffs? You want to play in New York? You're going to do it either the easy way or you're going to do it the hard way. Whatever you want. Strength is schedule. Strength is schedule. We are fifth right now. So the schedule's getting tougher. We're fifth toughest schedule according to the combined winning percentage of our remaining opponents we got 18 games left still got two games left against the suns a game against the pay, uh, the clippers remember we got that tough road trip where we, we are in houston in memphis in denver lakers clippers that's going to be a brutal brutal uh west coast road trip and then we got to come home against the spurs and then play the play the celtics to to wrap it up so it's going to get tough if you look at some of our um, competitors, you know, Boston is ranked 15th in terms of strength, strength of schedule of their opponents. Miami, 19th. Charlotte, 21st. Atlanta, 25th. So, all, all of those teams, Indiana, 20th. So, all of those teams we're fighting with, quote-unquote, we have the fifth hardest schedule. But anything can happen, you know. It's, it's the NBA. It's any given Sunday type of thing. You don't know who's going to be playing what games, who's going to be resting what games. For example, the Laker game tomorrow. Not to say that's a gimme, but, you know, there is no LeBron, no AD. But um, So we're just going to have to play it out and see how it goes. All right, two more. Seven plays 10 and uh, 8 in, plays 9. In the play, let me, let me pull that up right now. 7 play 8 and 9 play 10. Yeah, let me pull it up right now, real quick. Because the chat's saying seven plays ten, but that wouldn't make any sense to me. We're, we're gonna Why get it to him. And nine plays. We're 10. gonna get it to him right this second because seven plays eight. Yeah, that's what I thought. Somebody's saying seven plays ten and eight plays nine. That doesn't even make any sense. No. Seven and eight play. One yeah. wins. Yeah. Seven and eight two. play. Right. Uh huh. With the winner earning, I hate this ESPN thing when they, they do these videos that pop up late. Seven and eight play. Uh-huh. The winner earns the seventh seed. Yes. The losing team goes to the the game three, basically. Nine yes. and ten play. The winner yes. goes to game three. The loser's out. Yes. So basically the seven and eight the, the seven and eight game, you're gonna get two chances to make the playoffs. Right? So if you win you're in. You got the seventh seed. If mm-hmm. you lose, you play the winner of nine ten to get mm-hmm. the eighth seed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. seven plays eight. Somebody seven was saying eight. seven plays no, ten, no. eight plays nine. That's no, not right. No. Seven plays eight, eight plays, and then nine plays ten. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. So uh, so that's that. I, I like the rules. We'll, we'll see what happens, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys, for your squad. JJ from Brooklyn, what's going on? We got Jay Boogie on the line with JJ from Brooklyn. What's going go. on, bro? What's good? How's everyone doing tonight, man? Good, man. How you doing, bro? Doing good, man. 
versus man, CP, you guys, you and Ashley, incredible interview with Metal World Peace. Thank incredible. you, bro. So shout out to you guys for that great interview. Thanks yeah, a lot. absolutely. I think you got to talk about RJ. It's so impressive. This this kid, I was improving every single game. He literally became one of the least, the worst efficient shooters from three to probably one of the best right now. He's he's over thirty nine percent right now. That's just it's incredible how he's improving from three. Yeah. Now he's also a guy that you can. He's a guy who can catch and shoot now. Yeah. Before you know this year, we were like, is he ever going to be a catch and shoot guy? That's just going to make the offense even that much better. And, and now it doesn't limit what you could go for in the off season. You know, because if he's a catch and shoot guy, you know it just makes things so much easier. And I gotta say this, man, the Randall thing. I'm just so tired of him late in the game. I'm sorry. It's just garbage offense. It's just boring. It doesn't work. I want RJ to be the closer, either him or quickly. I don't like it with Burks late dribbling. He's kind of shaky. Mm-hmm. You know, RJ. It's just unbelievable the way he's improved this quick. So you know, Anthony Edwards, ESPN. Just keep, you know, keep up the nonsense, keep up the trolling, because this kid's just going to drive off it. I guarantee you there's so many NBA players that are way more talented than RJ, but are not going to have the, the as great a career as Barrett. They don't have the mindset he has. They don't have the work ethic. This kid's just built for it, especially being a Nick. He's just got everything he needs. In the all season, I would say the one thing I wanted to work on more, a little more than anything else, is the handles. You know, it's a little shaky at times. He could just yeah. work on that. I know it's not easy to develop a much better handle. but And finish him with the right, that's been that too. But he's just improving every game. He's getting better, man. You know, it's just really impressive. And last thing I wanted to say, in the off season, I know it's a little early for that, but if we could snag Lonzo Ball and then get Trent, I know they're both restricted, so mm-hmm. that kind of hurts us because, you know, they can match. But Trent's going to get the bag. Those two, Lonzo's only 23, Trent 22. I would love it, man. Yeah, Trent's, Trent's going to get the bag, bro. I, I would love to get Trent. He's going to be a killer. He already is. He already is, man. He's stone cold. I like that kid's game a lot. Gary Trent Jr. is a beast. Dropped 44 last night. Came through big time in the third quarter. Dropped 23 tonight. He, he's having uh, he's having a career, man, with with, uh, with Toronto. No longer in the shadows of Damon C.J. out in Portland, even though I, I liked him with those guys. But... Yeah. Um, he's, he's going to have a good career, man. He, he deserves a bag, and he's going to get it. All right, we're going to go to the closer and then stick around for one important announcement for, for the show this week. Also, hit that like button. Let's get up to 1,000 likes because we got the closer, Jay Boogie from North Carolina in the building. Jay Boogie, take us home, bro. What's going on, man? Salute, 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 salute to everybody. Salute to the team, everybody in the chat, man, everybody watching, everybody listening. Salute, salute. If you're not a watcher and, and you're not a chatter, salute to you too. Salute to anybody who never had a shout-out, you know what I'm saying? Shout-out to my man CP, the young Fred Williams. And see, we got my man, the young Franco Harris. And see what, <laughs> see what we got right there in the middle. He's giving us the sweetest taboo. Yeah, y'all see the young shot. They see back again, you know what I'm saying? Shout-out to everybody that needs to be shouted out, man. Shout-out to Chuck D with the DMX thing. DMX, man, you rest in heaven, man. God knows you don't left us a lot, man. It's because of you, a person like you. That's why I go extra hard. DMX, they never not went hard any t- he was touching the mic or any time he was touching an interview, he ain't never not go hard, you know what I'm saying? True. And shout out to, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to Mrs. Towns, you know what I'm saying? Today was the um the um, bad anniversary of one year, man, of, oh, you know, Towns, Towns yeah. passed away with that thing. So please, 
everybody, man, please, man, make sure you stay healthy and safe. Make sure you protect yourself, protect your home, man. Wash your hands, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. That thing is out there real heavy. It don't care who it is. It's time and time to remind you. It is not racist. It'll get at anybody that it, that it wants to, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to my man Noel, Noel you know what I'm saying? The A.K.A., the Marvin Webster, the Windex Wiper, A.K.A., <laughs> the Shield Wiper, A.K.A., you know what I'm saying? The Put your name on top of the head like you used to do back in public school, you know what I'm saying? That man is protecting that rim like he's supposed to protect it, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no easy layup, you know. He's scraping everything he can, and he's keeping it in play, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To turn it into a fast break, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate everything you're doing, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the absence of Mitch, you know what I'm saying? You're keeping us, you know what I'm saying, well protected back there, you know what I'm saying? And I can't give up on Julius or any of y'all talking about giving up on Julius. Julius is the reason why we're here. So if he's gotten tired, right now, you know what I'm saying? The man's supposed to be tired, man. The man been going off since day one and the tip first started at the beginning of the season. I love what RJ is doing. He's, he's doing his best. He's, he's, he's coming along real, real surprising. You know what I'm saying? That's a major, major all-star in the future, man. But he's getting all that what he's getting right now through um, Julius Randle. You know what I'm saying? He's learning to make the shots through Julius. He's learning to play off the um, double teams of Julius. And he's taking advantage. But without Julius, man, we are not nowhere near right here where we're at, man. And still in all, I got to give Burke some props, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody don't want to get burst and pops. Well, let me tell you, how many guys you can find in the NBA right now that come off that bench and play the one, two, or the three? I love Gary Trent game. I put Gary Trent on the mat, but Gary Trent can't play the one, but he can play the two or the three. Norman Powell, he can't play the one, but he can play the two or the three. Mm -hmm. That man came in here and played the one tonight, you know what I'm saying? And he ain't even bring Rose. He told Rose, sit back, relax, man. We need you to mar against the Lakers. That's why Rose ain't come back if those didn't notice, you know what I'm saying, why he Come back. He's getting ready for this back-to-back. -back. He didn't bring quickly in there. He ain't bring, you know what I'm saying, Brandon Jacobs, a.k.a. Peyton. I call him Brandon Jacobs, the one-cut man, you know what I'm saying? He's just, my man played the point, you know what I'm saying? This is a big win. This is how you step on somebody's neck and eliminate them, you know what I'm saying? You're not in the first year going to take over Boston. You're not in the first year going to take over the next. You're not in the first year going to take over, you know what I'm saying, Philly. But right now, we can take over Toronto like we just did. Yeah, we we, we handling that business. Washington ain't nowhere in sight, you know what I'm saying? I think we separated five games from the 11th spot, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So we know for a fact we're going to be playing in, but we don't want to just play in. I'm pushing up for that number six spot. That's in reach, you know what I'm saying? I think seven out of our next nine games is at the crib. We can handle our business and make us some games. I ain't scared to play against none of these guys, because all these big boy teams that everybody talking about is a tough schedule. The games that we lost, we gave them away. Nobody beat us. We blew games, you know what I'm saying? So that gives me the confidence that, no, we can do what we got to do and handle our business on that court, you know what I'm saying? I got full, full 100% belief in our team, man. I got full 100% in Leon Rose. I got full 100% in Tom Thibodeau. I got full 100% in everything Julius and everything Randall's doing and everybody else, you know what I'm saying, putting on that court, man. I believe in the New York Knicks, man. And, you know what I'm saying? It's been a long time since we got right here to the point, you know what I'm saying? And just because we get to the end of the season, I'm not letting up off the gas. And I don't want y'all to let up off the gas. 
gas, you know what I'm saying? This is what it is right here, right now. And we on our way right here, right now. You got to believe and have faith. This is a learning process right now we're going through. We way over the budget. What's that, 27 wins? Come on, man. You got to be joking. They ain't even have us looking like this at the beginning of the year. All the haters and the doubters is against us, you know what I'm saying? All that ESPN nonsense. Everybody that wants not a nick, you know what I'm saying? Now everybody's trying to come to the full circle. Now, but we don't want to The circle got to hold it. This right here is a square. Four corners representing 360 degrees, you know what I'm saying? That's what it is Drop right here, you know what I'm saying? And we going all the way with this right here, you know what I'm saying? So everybody keeps standing up and pushing for that nick. Matt Kelly, I'm going to see you tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, house. And I'm glad we won this game because I know that the third quarter, it reminded me something like the Super Bowl when the 49ers was up and the lights went out. Baltimore came. <laughs> but I'm glad to see we overcame what happened with the with the trips because Matt would be talking about close the garden down, the rain in this side. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that ain't on our side. We got the good things happening for us, man. So when you see him Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? Go inside that man nugget, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. He's a sliver. All you want to do is slide his face on the ground, man, and make sure, and tell him to come to the show. Come to the show. We don't let him live. We ain't going <laughs> to give him no call out. We just going to see him on our turf, you know what I'm saying? Like the Warriors. Get to our turf, you know what I'm saying? So everybody stay healthy and safe, man. God bless you all on this Sunday. And everybody have a great week, man. Peace. And I love Perfect. y'all, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Perfect. And don't never let stop. Pursuing your dreams, you can only be your own roadblock, man. But make sure you got license. You can go through it, man. One, one hundred. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm that, saying? That, that was a, that was the best one of the year, man. Salute to J Boogie, bro. That was the best one of the year. Throw, throw some fives in the chat. That was the best one, man. Put some and also put some hashtag. You know what I'm saying in the chat. Facts. You know what I'm saying? J Boogie says. That might be a new show on Knicks Fan TV. J Boogie says. You might have to do that. You know what I'm saying? I need I need J Boogie just to read my resume when I go for a job interview, man. That's, that's all like so I can get it, any job with him right behind Big me. Facts. Someone in the chat said I had to do some push ups real quick with J Boogie. J Boogie, you know how they have that those mirrors now that you can work out with? Yeah, yeah. Jay Boogie in the mirror, so when you wake up every morning, he gives you a pep talk before you start your day. Jay Boogie got to be a Peloton trainer, man. So Jay Boogie trainer, just to start your day on the right on the right track. One hundred, man. One hundred. Salute to Jay Boogie. Definitely appreciate that. Appreciate everybody, all the callers who tuned in. Great show, absolutely great show, guys. Yo, if if you guys are looking at the likes right now. Uh, YouTube is doing something, man. I, I think I think this show is getting too hot for YouTube, fam. We done we dipped back down to six hundred likes. Yeah, we, I saw that. It you dropped saw like that. This is wild. This yeah. is the second time this has happened. Hmm. Everybody in the chat is bearing witness right now. YouTube has turned on Knicks Fan TV. What is going on? What is going on? I think the, the ops are out to get the us. The ops are out to get us, as The algorithm is turning on us. This is like Age of Ultron. What is going on right now? <laughs> the Age of Ultron. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy, man. People are seeing Thanos, it right before your eyes. Thanos. Yeah. Crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. Um, real quick on the announcement before we read the Super Chats and wrap up. I'm going to be out next week. The show is still continuing. We're going to have a hot lineup. We got CK2K. Ashley, Alex is going to be carrying us and doing a post-game show. It's going to be a hot show. For the call-ins, 
We're not going to go through the regular call-ins. We're going through the Discord. Very important. We've been plugging the Discord for the past couple weeks. Now it's important. If you guys want to call in and get your takes and talk to these guys for the post-game show, you have to do it through the Discord. So the first thing you're going to do, if you're not already in the Discord, TM, if you could put the link to the Discord in the chat. Also, for those of you listening on the podcast, the link to the Discord is discord.link slash kftv. That's discord, D as in dog, I-S-C-O-R-D, dot link slash kftv. So you're going to go into the Discord. The Discord, for those of you that don't know it on as Tech Savvy, just consider it like a, a giant group chat. You know, this is where we go. It's 24-7 Knicks chat, but we also have other topics that we cover. And um, But they also have a voice capability. So all you're going to do is go into the Discord, the Knicks Fan TV Discord. And on the bottom, you might have a disclaimer first. You got to read the rules and the announcements and make sure you accept that. That way we filter out all the bots. And then you're going to click on Lounge. To, to talk to us, you're going to click on Lounge. From there, Knicks Fan TV Dave will be waiting for you. He's going to screen the calls. You know what I'm saying? Make sure there's no, no, actually ain't got no stalkers or nothing like that. Make sure everybody's clean. And then we're going to get you guys on live. It's very easy, very easy. Like I said, when you get into the Discord, if you do not see all these channels, you have to read the disclaimer first and accept the rules. We, we established some rules, some protocols. You know, it's not the Wild Wild West. Accept the rules, and then you'll have everything. You go into the Discord, into the lounge, and then we'll get you in from there. All right, so very important for the older people at home who may not be tech savvy, have your kid download Discord on your desktop or on the phone. You could work, you could do it on the phone or on the desktop, either or. All right, if your kid's sleeping right now, it's 1230 midnight, wake them up and make sure that they get the Discord on your phone. All right, very important, very important. This is important, Ash, that people want to talk. You know, some of our older heads, you know, they used to dial in on the, on the phone. This is, this is new technology. But uh, as I said, the Discord is also used as a, as a group chat, and, and the conversation is continuing. That's why we, could, we encourage people to download the app or go through it on the desktop and keep the, uh, keep the conversation going. Some so, people in the chat are saying they haven't been accepted into the Discord yet. Is there an acceptance thing? No, that you? means if you – if. CM, just correct me if I'm wrong. If you're into the Discord and you don't see anything, that means you haven't accepted the rules. You have to click on the um, read first. <laughs> There's literally a thing that says read first. Click on that and click accept, and then you'll be in. That way we cut down on, on the bots, right? We don't want random bots or things like that uh, just jumping into the group chat. So that way we, we filter out all the junk and just keep it to Knicks fans who want to talk. We got mods in there that's patrolling the chat. So it's clean and, and, uh, and, and, you know, safe in, in that way. And for everyone asking, it's this upcoming week, this Not week, starting uh, tomorrow, starting, starting tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, starting tomorrow. I'll be, we'll be out. So once again, if you want to, the show is still on YouTube. Everybody still go on YouTube. Everything is scheduled like normal. This is for the people who want to call into the show. The phone number is the, the switchboard is not going to be on. You have to call in through the Discord. This is what this announcement is about. It's for the people who want to call into the show. If you still want to watch the show, you come on YouTube same way, and everything will be set up the same. On Knicks Fan TV, everything will still be set up. It's for the people that want to call in. You got to use the Discord. 
All right. If you have any questions, DM us on on Twitter or uh, re respond in this video, and and we'll we'll uh, reach back out to you with the instructions. But very simple. It's through the Discord that you can call into the show. All right. Cool. That that was my PSA. Appreciate that. Appreciate TM and everybody for setting that up. And uh, yeah, man, let's let's close out the show. Great win, great way to close it out. Close out the week. Uh, Alex, great job, man. See you to see you tomorrow. Go ahead and close out, bro. CP Ash, always good talking about Knicks with you guys. Always have a fun time. And for everyone out there, you can check out my stuff over at Hoops Habit, part of the Fan Side of the Network. You can find my writing here at KnicksFanTV.com. I am working on something for that for the website. You can also check me out at Tally Side if you're into sports betting. And also make sure to check out the podcast, Knicks, Jets, etc. We're on all streaming platforms. Yes, sir. Great job as usual, bro. Ashley? As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Moss. Make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel all in with Ashley Nicole. I should be posting a new video this week, so make sure you look out for that. Shout out to everybody who watches me, not only on this show, but also on SNY. It's so dope to be able to come to you guys in the Tri-State area. You know how much I love New York. And if you guys ever see me on, make sure you take a picture, tweet at me, post me on Insta, I'll retweet, repost, all that good stuff. And yeah, see you guys tomorrow. Let's beat the Lakers. Absolutely. Great job, guys, as usual. And uh, salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up on Free Squad once more. YouTube just took away like 400 likes. I don't know what's going on. I think this is getting too hot. The channel is getting too hot. It's because the Knicks are winning, man. 102.96. Knicks get a win. Back to 500. We go. Remember, the shows are uh, presented by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Enter promo code Knicks for 20% off plus free shipping. This show is also available in audio podcast format all the major podcast platforms so no reason to miss it if you can't watch us live or on video you could always catch us on demand we got the clips coming out in the morning for those of you that uh, can't watch the whole show so something for everybody once again uh let me salute some super chats that came in while we were chatting it up salute to all the mods just do it says number one show appreciate it 49 cents i run ny appreciate it yeah let's beat these lakers man shorthanded or not let's definitely beat these lakers I'm, I'm with you guys on that all right let's salute all the super chats that came in appreciate everybody for donating definitely appreciate that oscar de leon checks in says rj barrett aka cloud nine must be his nickname clutch gene I ain't, I ain't, I don't think Ashley agrees, but okay. Maurice Baker says, I heard YouTube was doing that to other NBA content creators that did not have a direct licensing deal with the NBA. Oof. Well, I can't, I can't speak on that. Will Caldwell, appreciate it. King Matthew says, great win for the New York Grits. And screw ESPN and Anthony Edwards for talking cap about Broadway Barrett. And like CP and Ashley said, let's get that fourth or fifth seed. Sincere seventeen forty seven says, "Can you interview Peyton's burner account next?" Oh God. <laughs> CL Kenrick says, uh, "One game out of fifth place. Need this win versus LA tomorrow." Desmond Jordan MVP chance. Broadway Barrett. Damn autocorrect. By the way, where is Hiller? We haven't heard from the Canadian Homer. Good point. We haven't heard from him since Iggy got waived. Man, he might be. He must be taking it hard. Iggy did get waived by the Sixers. Sincere seventeen forty seven again says that boy Noel couldn't catch a cold. Hesman Jordan says, Broadway Parrot needs the, <laughs> the MVP chance. Spin move Randall left his, like, mics on the telephone wire. 
Nah, but the only thing this team is missing is offensive sets and a point guard. Cynthia Wolf Julius still makes me nervous when he dribbles too much. Glad he passed to RJ. Was nervous when he had to make those final free throws. The Rhyme Animal Chuck D. Oh, I read that one. Appreciate you, Chuck. Euro De Niro. Appreciate it. I read Maxwell Walter. Boston Nick. Still got the third quarter woes and no answer for the zone. But what do you think about Point Burks during the close? Burks definitely playing a closer from here on in. As a closer or decoy, I love it. Bob Wards is 5 a.m. here in the UK coming up, coming for the Simp Guy title. Oh. He says, I see you on uh, on Kellerman, the RJ of media right here, rising star, future all-star. Big up, CP. Appreciate that. Kenny Gale says, I'm going to need Randall to stop trying to force it late. Game and close. Put all the respect in the world on RJ's name. Happy feet. Just needs an off-season. Pal, appreciate it, pal. He says, Nine God is a Knicks fan community start. Let's go to the videotape like Warner Wolf. That's right. Balls on live. <laughs> oh, and a free ace says, Great win tonight. After some tough losses the last few weeks, feels good to pull out a close one. Definitely give Nine God that ball at the end. Great show. Angelo Carlo says, Star Jay Barrett is going to the moon. I hope the league and the media put respect on his name. CP, make sure you let Kellerman know what's up. Joshua Carrick, I uh, read that one. Appreciate it. Iconic TV says, shout out to Pascal. I am your captain now. In the face, Siaka. <laughs> he definitely does look like my man on that bum movie. Oh, my God. Um, what is the movie? It was, it was called Captain. I forget. Uh, Tom Hanks joint? Tom Hanks. Yeah. Not, I'm your captain. captain Jack, right? Nah. No. That's all right. And Captain it's, Ron either. That's an old classic. Captain something. Yeah, uh, Ari appreciate it. He says Drew Hanlon, the real MVP, is RJ shooting coach. Charles Oakley says, uh, No more Maple Mamba. He graduated. It's 50 Cal Barrett. I like that one too. Oh, Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips, that's it. Mm. Angel says, How you guys feel about refs giving Lowry a foul for slipping and fall? Yeah, that was disgusting because it was right in front of the ref by falling by himself. Ash is Queen Simp, and I'm the GOAT Simp. Nine God is Clutch, our future superstar. Nick's out 85% for free throws. Jack says, arguing with the refs about calls can make a difference throughout the game and can have long-term differences when you know the refs like the players do. Um, I've never seen a player get a call reversed that he argues with the ref ever. Not reversed, but I think what he's saying is, you ever see like in, in a game when a superstar doesn't get a call, you always know when the makeup call is coming right after oh, that, yeah, right? Sure. Like, well, like when they don't get a call and then on the next play they get aggressive to the line and all of a sudden they, they get a foul call. So that doesn't always happen, but that also happens pressure from the crowd, pressure from the coach. It's yeah. not just the player. It's just the pressure of the surroundings that also do. You see that in football all the time, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a CP3 move right there. Basically, <laughs> for sure. Um, who else we got? I read this, I read that, I read that. Alan Berman, appreciate it. I read those. Jay Renee says, uh, Steve Vernon says, guys, RJ is clutch, period. Noel making a strong case to keep the starting job, even if Mitch comes back. I don't even know if Mitch is going to come back, but Nerlens is playing well. Jay Renee, glad number 30 isn't on that four-year $136 million Siakam contract. Rhyme Animal Chuck D says, Our God and Julius, get Mitch the bag and get these young gems to absorb this system. IQ OB Knox, damn, I want to say Frank, we playing two games every game. Billy Bellin says, I'm a true believer that RJ's on a mission to let his game talk. I don't care what people might think, but RJ is the most complete player in his draft and his ceiling is crazy. Hashtag 9 God. 
CL Kenrick says, go New York, go New York, go. Barrett, Noel, and Randall, best players tonight. Put respect on the Knicks name as we won two straight and back to 500. Mr. Whatever Man says, shout out to LaSalle, Meta, Meta World Peace, Sham God, and Coach Bill. Definitely check that Meta interview out. And that is all, folks. Definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, oh, these were these were a couple these were a couple from the meta interview that I that I missed. So definitely shout out uh, Alan Berman to salute the Meta World Peace. King Matthew says, "Oh my Lord, Meta World Peace in the building, yes sir, let's get it." And what's up, CP and Ashley? Angel says, "Hashtag Meta World Peace. It's an honor being with you and such a great competitor on the court. Name your top two. Oh, he yeah, asked a question there. Missed it. And uh, yeah, Paul Robinson sends a super chat as well on the meta topic. So appreciate it. Make sure you guys check that out." And uh, back Monday, CK2K, Ashley, Alex, Charles, the Tratacaster. See you guys Monday, man. Peace. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com